What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. parenting i'm beth newell i'm peter mcnerney we're parents we're here boom we're catching up boom with each other with you we're getting it all done (laughs) i can't believe what a good mood i'm in right now yeah because the rest of this day was miserable i just turned a corner okay Uh, i don't know what it was I mean, it's often the, dr- it the drink. A, cor- a corner called whiskey. <laughs> yeah, the corner. I t- I, I turned <laughs> on to turned. Bourbon Street. Wow, our this podcast is very like pro alcohol. Um, we're not. It is anyway. I mean, it's not. It's it's the thing about you wanting <laughs> mentioning the alcohol right in the first five seconds of the podcast every time is it gives it much more importance than it has in our lives. And we don't have a problem, and we're <laughs> because because we don't we don't go out drinking. We don't drink that much. This is as much as I'll drink at a night. The thing whenever is, we sit down, we've just relaxed at the end, and it's like a, it's the the one time a week I'm thinking about the drink. <laughs> the one time of the week, um, I can finally give this drink the attention it deserves. <laughs> so we had a week. We sure did. It was a regular old fall week, getting cold, stocking up on hats. <laughs> um, regular old fall week, we went hat harvesting. You know how the weeks go when Pick you're in the between fresh hats Halloween from and the hat Thanksgiving. Just uh, multiple holidays. Uh, election day. Do you call it a holiday? It should be a holiday. This is actually something I'm slightly... <laughs> angry about in 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 terms of a social justice thing i sure the fact that the election is not a holiday is already problematic because if people want to vote you they need to 
they not should have jobs. They should not have to work. But specifically because in many places like our town, for some reason, it is a holiday for children to not go to school. So they've made it extra hard for working parents to get to the polls. Uh, I mean, it's, Which, it's like we it was fine for us, but I just no as mistake. an issue, I think it's Teachers a bad idea. Are getting to the polls on election day. Right. Like if it's for the teacher's sake. I mean, I I'm not I don't want to discredit teachers who do really hard work and make a lot of prep, but they're they're going to be able to get there after 3 (laughs) p.m. They're fine. Like, I mean, also, New York State now was the first year of early voting and we could have just moseyed on over to the town. That's true. Center. I I don't think it specifically impacted us. I just think in theory, this is an issue that is problematic. Oh, of course it is. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Anyway. So today was Veterans Day, and um, I was home with the kids, no school. And so here's what's been going on with me. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but um, I uh, lost my mind a few times this week. I've been doing hour upon hour of essentially data transferring into a new system, blah, blah, blah. Data entry for 12 hours straight for like three days. And it's an exciting project that I built this thing, and so I'm really obsessive about it. But then I just realized at the end of the night, like, I feel crazy, and I can't go to sleep. And so here's what I've been doing. It's like 11 or 12, you're asleep, and I'm like, now is the perfect time to finally start season one of The Walking Dead. Uh, This is is a bad choice on top of a bad choice. Yeah, and so I'm so frantic, and, like, my brain is like, you have so many things to do. You have endless things to do. Now get obsessed with this zombie apocalypse that's truly terrifying and unsettling. And I had, in two nights, the two most genuinely terrifying nightmares of my entire adult (laughs) life. And I I still did it again for a third night. Well, I'm glad your choices are affecting you and not just the rest of us. Because regardless of the Walking Dead thing, I think you... (laughs) need to take breaks when you're doing these things where you decide to obsessively stare at your computer screen for 12 hours a day because the way you're interacting... It's like a a choice where I'm like, you know what I'm going to do today? Go crazy. There's a very good reason I'm doing it. As an adult, it's your responsibility to try to self-monitor and learn how to... You're right. I decided... You're making yourself slightly crazy to be around. Completely crazy. On Sunday... The thing that was so stressful, I then went and taught, and every conversation I had, after it was over, I walked away and I went, that was so awkward. Right. This is what I'm saying. I, like, I would actually like to be working as much as you are. Like, I have that drive to want to be, like, working all weekend, but I can feel myself being crazy with the children. I can feel diminishing returns in my work output. I just, you need to take a breath and be present with the kids to be sane. <laughs> we got into big fights tonight because of exactly what you're talking about, and I agree a thousand percent. And you didn't get them outside until just before dinner time when they're at their hungriest and angriest. We, it wasn't just before dinner. We started at like 3.45 getting well, dressed, and okay. it took forever. We got outside, and Bryn just, I was like, we're going to walk to to dinner. Okay, I just want to say, this is what you set me up for last weekend that I was pretty frustrated to come home to, which is kids in this state who were 
very frazzled. Well, I got it back. I I, I got it. Comes around, <laughs> goes goes and comes, and revolving door of karma. Okay. So you went, you took them out into the streets at their hungriest and tiredest and stir craziest. Um, and then Bryn ran away from me and I go, Bryn, because he was running the wrong way. He thought we were going to the car. We were walking. I go, Bryn. And then I screamed, Bryn. And he kept running. And the rage. There was a time, if you listen to the podcast, where I went through some rage <laughs> issues. We all went through some rage issues. And I got a bit of that tonight. It's been a while. And. I think you know what it is now that I'm actually thinking about it. Like the way that you're emotionally reacting this week because you're in such a keyed up state mm-hmm. is what Bryn is picking up on. And then because he's a constant mirror of everything, he's behaving in a similar way. And then he's also talking to me like he's like, you need to do this. And he look. lectures you the way I lecture him. Yeah. Exactly. He repeats like everything you say and he keeps all week long. He's like, well, then you're not going to get to watch TV all weekend. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, fine. And he's like, well, how do you feel about like? <laughs> Can we talk about the most Bryn thing that's ever happened? You bought, or, or no, rather his Aunt Allie bought him. A very funny Christmas sweater that says, <laughs> you know, those, there's like not sequins. Sequins, but, yeah. There's sequins where if you rub it one way, there's an image. And if you rub it the other way, all the little discs flip. And so he has that. And if you push it one way, it says nice. And you do it the other way, it says naughty. But only Bryn would interpret it the way he did. <laughs> well, Everyone he got- goes, oh, you wearing a sweater, you're either nice or naughty while wearing it. And Bryn goes, no, 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 no. When I flip it to naughty, it's about you, the person I'm talking to. He goes, Daddy, if you're if you're mean, I'm going to flip it and you're going to be naughty. Then He's like a perfect example of why the, like, penal system does not work. Like, he doesn't, like, he's just always trying to escape the the specific technicality he's, he's a not raptor. like he's testing the fence wherever he, he can like, i was like i remember we talked about this last year in retrospect where it was just like the whole like threat of santa not giving presents like doesn't really work and isn't like a great not a good idea idea and so it came up like the other day again he was being like terrible this is probably the day that you set them on fire and handed them to me but he uh <laughs> I thought it was a good idea at the time. He was being horrible. And then they were like getting ready for bed. And I was at one point trying to explain like, you know, Christmas is coming up. So we got to start behaving because of Santa. And he was like, um, no, we don't. And and I was like, yes. And I was like, do you remember the song? He sees you when you're sleeping. Oh, because he was asking me, he was like, how does Santa know? Santa can't know what I'm doing. And then I was like, well, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. And then he was like, no, he... Only cares if you're naughty on Christmas Day. The other days don't matter. Uh, he's just like just trying to find the loophole. Boy, this is the year where he's really going to apply logic to Christmas. Yeah. So and and well, he did say he said I always get presents. He literally <laughs> said that, and I was like, oh, good point. Good point. You know what? The uh, data is in your favor. <laughs> This is the logic of white men. They're like, but I keep getting rewarded, so I guess you're wrong. But I will say this story is not about 
how bad Bryn was because it wasn't him. He and I finally I walked <laughs> over him and it was more about that I was irrationally upset. But I went over and I kept it cool and I was like, "Did you hear me say your name four times? When I scream your name, you have to stop." And he goes, "Oh, sorry." And I was like, "That went well, actually. That's good." I I did have some good moments with him on Sunday because he had a play date with his best friend who he has he doesn't see very often and <laughs> In the at least in the couple hours leading up to the play date, I had some really amazing leverage where he was like, I was like, if you keep doing that to your sister, maybe we won't have this play date. And he was like, um, okay. <laughs> like, he yeah. was just like he's the only so, time. He's so much better at that. Yeah. And he was great over the play date. It's just that he is climbing the walls over here. And I do think he needs to be like let out and run like a dog. Like he uh, needs to get outside. The other on, on uh, election day, we went for a really long walk and we went out the door and he literally started running and I just ran with him. That's what <laughs> I did. I did that with him on Saturday. And I luckily had just gone for my first jog in like two months. And I was like loosened up and I was like, Oh, we're sprinting. Cool. This is like a good workout. Yeah, it was great. I was hoping to do that tonight. And then Maven takes off. I go, Maven, Maven, Maven. And she ignores me, and I'm doubly enraged because I'd just gone through this. And so she runs, and I just stand there waiting for her to realize that no one's following her, and she get up, like, scared and come back. Of course, she doesn't. So I have to go around the corner, and Bryn sees that I'm mad. And he goes in. He can see that my rage is directed at Maven, and he goes full angel. And he's just listening, and he's great. And I go... And Maven's at the end of the sidewalk by the street. And I'm like, oh, shit. I just let this three-year-old run towards a busy, busy street. <laughs> so I go over there, and I'm like, I give her. You can't push too hard with her because she doesn't, she doesn't tolerate that. <laughs> so I'm like, did you hear me? When I say your name, you stop. Like, okay. And she doesn't say anything. She just stares at you. And then I say, okay. And then Brynn goes, Maven, just say Okay. <laughs> I keep doing this thing with them where I try to be really calm and be like, hey, I can't have you going in the street because you could get hit by a car and you'd be very hurt. Do you understand? Like, I just keep being like, do you understand? (laughs) And she's getting a little better. But then but then I was like, all right, we're fine. Let's go this way. We started walking and then she refused to walk. And I go, "Okay, if you don't walk, we're going to go back inside. We're not going to go to dinner. And then she gives me her, squints her eyes at me, like a death stare. <laughs> and I go, okay, let's go. We start walking and she won't go. And I go, this is your last chance. And Bryn's like, no, we need to go to dinner. I'm like, it's up to Maven. One, two. And I did all these ultimatums. And I go, one, two, three. And she didn't move. So I was like, now I have to follow through on the threat. And so I pick her up. And then she starts kicking me. And then I get really angry. And I go, and I go upstairs, and I go, you're going in your room. You're staying here until dinner's ready. And then she, Bryn will stay in there if you say that to him. She comes running out, and I have to pick her up, and I put her in her bed. And I go, you do not leave here until dinner is ready. And then I keep coming, she keeps coming back out, and I put her down. And I go, close the door. And then she starts kicking the door. And it took me back to this time that Bryn would do that when it's three. And I go in, and I go, if you keep kicking the door, I'm going to have to hold you. And she's like, you wouldn't dare. In her eyes, she's like, I dare you. And I go back out, and she kicks the door so hard. And I go in there, and I sit on the bed, and I just I just give like a real giant, gentle bear hug. And she, I've never done this to her, 
and she did not like it. And she started screaming. And I was like, all right, I'm letting you go. I'm letting you go. Don't open the door. And she opened the door one more time, and then I held her again. And I took her back, and then finally she got it, and she was in there just going, so mad at me, but she didn't come out. (laughs) And then she started going, Mommy, Mommy. She did this, and they both had a huge tantrum, I guess, last night. Last night when they were like, they were both like getting hungry at dinner time, and I was picking Brynn up from a play date, and like, they Brynn did a huge tantrum about a bunch of stuff, and then and just like would not stop trying to be bad. <sighs> and Maven, once he was fine, like would finally calm down. Maven had just like picked up on all the energy of it, and she was like trying to be bad. Like yeah. she was like, "It's my turn to be bad now." It's totally. And, Brynn and, was so sweet while all this was happening. But like she, this the problem is like. We know the tricks at this point of like a three and a half year old, so yeah. she's kind of screwed. And like she tantrumed out in the kitchen for a minute, and then she just like started crying, and then needed a hug from me. Yeah. Like she like because <clears throat> like we're just I'm just not unfortunately for her not as easily manipulated by a three and a half year old who can't get up on the counters by themselves, and I don't have to yeah physically restrain her as often yeah. Well, the thing that um, I found always found hard with Bryn that I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've nailed this, is at the end of these real intense things, the key is to, to av- tr- avoid trying to do the, hey, do we feel better? Hey, you know what? Right. This. And then give them a big hug. And in the end, you've rewarded them for that whole process. So I don't stay stern or anything. But when it was time, I just went in there and I go, do you want to stay in here till dinner or do you want to help me set the table? Oh, but and I was going to say. She like, wanted to set the table and then we just moved on and now she's had no fun doing that and she maybe won't do it next time. But I was going to say she is like really <laughs> learning how to be really vindictive and mean. And you know how we were out talking last week about how they watched Charlie Brown and they started saying you blockhead and I'm going <laughs> to pound you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they've like tried to increase the threats, but they only know so many words. But this week. I heard Maven talking to Bryn and they were arguing back and forth and she goes, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, Bryn said he was going to kill me. I was like, oh my God. Me. I'm like, don't do that. He also well, we've stupid. gone there now. This is where they're at. <laughs> They've reached kill- killing. I'm going to kill you. Oh, Bryn came in and goes, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something sweet to eat. If you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. <laughs> and I immediately, I'm like, Pulling down underwear is not funny. And then I heard myself say that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow, you're really becoming the PC police. I know. Afterwards, I was like, who fucking cares? Why did I say that? (laughs) You know what? Pull down some underwear. Pull down some underwear. And actually, actually don't. You'll get kicked out of school. But (coughs) sing that song. We got in a fight because I told him when I was little, it was give me something good to eat. And he goes, no, daddy. It's give me something sweet to eat. And I was like, do I get into it? I'm having a coffee attack. Can we pause? And this has been our Week in Review Asthma Attack. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. 
Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybrezza.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. And now it's time for, do you know what he said, what he's saying? This is where we talk to our children. So last week on election day, Brent and I were home alone. And for the first time, he endured me interviewing him. Um, so this is a conversation with Bryn. He is on his own microphone, but constantly getting up and moving all the furniture and running out of the room. So I apologize for the less than pristine recording quality. Did you edit it down at all? Nah, dude. All right. You want to listen to it? It's great. Here's a chat with <laughs> Bryn. Aunt. And maybe uncle. Oh, yeah? yeah? Can you tell? sit in that chair and tell me about it? No. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Brynny. What, what do you want to do today? Um, I want to hear that joke you just told me because I didn't hear it very well from the kitchen. Can you tell it again? I forgot. Something about aunts and uncles? Do you want to eat dinosaurs? Um, uh, are you serving dinosaurs? I'd try some dinosaur if you have some. Okay. One coming up. One dinosaur coming right up. Okay, make sure you crash into everything while you're doing it. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, okay. 
Now, before I eat this, sit down in the chair and, and uh, tell me how you've prepared this Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm good. How'd you make what it? What happens? Whoa, you're really crashing into a lot of stuff. Oh, you turned into a T-Rex. Ah! I thought I was supposed to eat the T-Rex, not the T-Rex eat me. I know. Whichever one I serve to you, I turn into that dinosaur. Oh. Wow. Dinosaur. Well, well, don't serve me any more, more dinosaurs. Well, talk into the microphone and tell one me. One <laughs> live chicken coming up. One live chicken coming up? Ah, this is a live chicken! Ah, stop pecking me, chicken! Stop pecking me! Oh, I hate this restaurant. I'm getting attacked by everything. How about soup? Oh, sure, I'll have some soup. I assume that it's normal. Or regular. how about slop? Slop? You're going to serve me slop? That was a big left turn from soup. I mean, linguistically. Yeah. Ah, you just poured slop all over me. On your head. Oh, I'm covered in slop. <laughs> I would like to complain to... Oh, you just slipped on the carpet. Serves you well for attacking me. All right, get back on the mic, because I have a question for you, Bryn. Okay, what? Today's election day. Did you election know? Election day? Can you explain to people what election day is? They're going to be the mayor. I'm voting for you. I'm going to be the mayor? Yep. Did you vote for me today? No. Yeah, I, yeah, I really did vote for So, you. what is voting like? How does voting work? How did you do it? I just voted. Oh, where did you go to vote? I do not know. Oh, how did you, when you got there, how did you vote? Did you... I just Voted. So you, did you write it on a piece of paper or did you say it to somebody? How did you vote? I just did it. Oh, did you say, I vote for daddy? Yes, I did. Did they say, who's your daddy? It, I don't know. I just told them that your name. Oh, okay, that's good. It's Peter. So you said, I'm voting for Peter, my daddy. For mayor. Do you think I'm going to win, Bryn? Yep. Do you think I will get the most votes? Um, of course. Of course. Do you, who else is going to vote for me, do you think? Talk into the mic. <laughs> who else? Um, Sam, Raisa. Okay, actually, My Mommy. Yeah, okay, that's four votes. Maven. That's five votes, even though two of you are too young to vote, but yeah. Me. I was already counting you. Okay, great, that's five votes. You think no one else in the town is going to get more than five votes? Yep, more than five votes. <laughs> no one will get more than five votes. Everyone if they will do, get th one vote except you. Everyone will get one vote. Everyone in the town's going to get one vote, and I will get five votes? Yep, so you'll be the mayor. Wow, this is quite a prediction. Actually, right. I do. Um, Bryn, if I'm the mayor, how do you think our lives will change? I... What will be different? Actually, no one's going to be the mayor. Oh. So no one's... How does that work? Somebody has to be the that mayor. Be it's because everyone has... One vote. Because everyone ties? No one wins? Yeah, no one wins. 
Well, you think maybe if everyone ties, then everyone becomes the mayor? Everyone does it. And you, too, actually. You've come to my microphone. If I was the mayor, Bryn... What? What do you think would be different? How would our lives change? Um, let me just go see. All right. Um, I don't know. Do you think I'd have to go to the to work at at uh, City Hall? Just work and do the story by this podcast. That's all. No one's gonna be the mayor oh. because they all got a tie. So I should keep my job as a story pirate. Yep. Hmm. Do you know what my job is? What? Do you know if somebody were to ask you, Bryn, what does your daddy do for work? What would um, you say? I don't have a. Qu- I I don't know the answer of that question. Not at all. At all. You know some things that I do, right? Yeah. When I go to work, what do I do? You do the Story Pirates podcast. I do do the Story Pirates podcast. And Lee does. Yeah, Lee is also on the Story Pirates podcast. But he's the mayor of the Story Pirates. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. It's. Do you think I've got a cool job? Of course. Awesome. What does mommy do? Um, work. Yeah, what's mommy's work? What kind of job does she have? Um, I don't know. You know, she's a writer. Oh, writing. Yeah, writing does. work. Yes. She has writing work. Yeah. When you grow up, what kind of job do you think you would want to have? I would want to have to be a police. You want to be a police officer? Yep. Why do you want to be a police officer? So I can put bad guys in jail. Oh. So it's just to punish people? No. Um, if, ba- if bad guys were prisoning, I would, I, would, I, would, I would keep them in jail forever. Um, well, it's not exactly how it works. But, but if it was just a regular prison prisoning, I would make it 90 years. Oh, so you're doing sentencing. Interesting. Uh, you wouldn't want to be a police officer t- to help people? Yeah. You do. You want to help people. Yep. Well, how? What are other ways you think a police officer could help people besides putting people in jail? Calling other police. Uh, calling, maybe calling for backup. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You know what? One time I called the police. What? Uh, I called the police one time when when you were little. Because I brought Maven, was a little baby, and I had her in the carrying, in her car seat, and I carried her up the stairs with you, and you were just about two years old, and you both came into the apartment, and then I took off my jacket, and then I ran downstairs to get the stroller, and while I was downstairs, you know what you did? What? You closed the door. And so I came upstairs, and the door was locked, and I didn't have my keys, because they were inside with you and Maven. Oh. And you were too little to open the door. And so I was trying to talk to you through the door. I said, can you open the door, Bryn? And you couldn't. And you started crying. And then Daddy got real scared going, how do I get in? I don't have any keys. And, and then you decided to go into into um, the neighbor's well, you're jumping. The- and then you went from, <laughs> from the fire escape. And then you saw us getting a jug. And then you saw me getting a jug of milk. <laughs> Yeah, you have jug. heard this story before. Yeah. 
You're right. Uh, well, the first, time... the first thing I did, Bryn, is I called was... I called the police. What? Because I didn't know how to get in the apartment, so I needed help. So I called the police and I said, "My little kids are trapped inside. Can you come help me unlock my door?" And then before they arrived, I then I called mommy, and mommy said, "Go through the fire escape, you ninny." And I go, "Oh yeah." So I I went through the neighbor's apartment, climbed climbed across the fire escape, and came inside. And yes, you're right. There you were sitting next to Maven, hugging a full gallon of milk. And you know what you said to me? What? You said, hi, Daddy. (laughs) And did you see the jug of milk? I saw the jug of milk. And I said, oh, you thirsty? And you said, yeah. And then everything was okay, and I stopped being scared. And then I broke the the white part. Oh, yeah, I did that one day. You broke the white part of what? I put it off. Of the milk? No, of that white part. Oh, the doorknob? Yeah. We used to have a child safety thing on the doorknob, but now you're a big kid, and we took it off. So I can open it. Do you feel like you're a big kid, Bryn? Yeah. What what makes, what's the difference between a big kid and a little kid? Big kids are heavier to pick up. (laughs) That is true. But little kids are easier to pick up. That is definitely true. But you can do things now that you're big that you couldn't when you were little, right? Yeah. What do you know now that you didn't know when you were little? You eat turkey on Thanksgiving. You didn't know that before? Yeah. But and on Christmas you get presents. Okay, since we're talking about holidays. Today you have no school, which is why we're having this conversation. And it's a holiday. It's election day. Yep. Oh, let me check the calendar for a second. Oh, okay. You're leaving the room? You're going into the kitchen? Yep. You're going to check the calendar? How's it going so far? Yep. 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 All right, what does the calendar say? Nothing. It says nothing? Oh, so what Brenda said is, I guess it's not election day. So he should go to school. Uh, I don't think anyone's at school. Well, I think the doors might be locked if you go to school by yourself. I want to hear about school. Can you jump on the mic? And I want to hear how school is going. Very bad and a little bit good. Very bad and a little bit good? Yep, very bad. Okay, let's start with the little bit good part. What part of school is a little bit good? People will, were giving me space. People gave you space? Yep. What does that mean? That means I have space. Were people being too close to you and you said, give me some space, please? Um, no, their chairs were... Too close. All of their chairs. And I was like, please scoot your chairs somewhere else so I can have space. And they really did. Oh, and you, you said thank you? Yep. All right. I was like, thank you. <laughs> As a, what, what kind of character is that? Bob. Bob? Hey, I'm Bob. No, not the Bob in, in the story. Just the, just the Bob in... in like, remember when he said, trust the cat? 
Patrice the Cat? Yeah. Oh, Bob from the Dust Money's book? Yeah. That's a funny voice. Can you tell me what you had for breakfast in that voice? Um. I'm going to get that box. Wait, where are you going? Why? What is happening? Did you not have breakfast? Oh, I forgot to feed my child. Well, to be fair, Beth and I both did. Because, oh well, well this has been a conversation with Bryn uh, on a day with no school. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey and right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Knows. This is where we take questions and comments from you guys, our listeners. Ah, uh, bah, 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 bah. we certainly do. So last week we talked very briefly about book recommendations. We had a whole long list of recommendations and we got through one email. Um, so I lined them all up and we're going to do it. We uh, Two episodes ago, a listener asked about uh, books that sort of flip 
gender norms on their heads and they're asking for recommendations about girls who basically misbehave and boys who take on emotional labor and we got a lot of a lot of a lot of wrecks so i'm gonna try to fire through a bunch of these um and i will say it's more about poorly behaved girls than uh, sweet boys. I'll take it honestly. Yeah. I mean, the the sweet boys would be nice. To I mean, have as everyone well. loves a sweet boy, but I so, guess I guess culturally we're more accustomed to bad girls than we are sweet boys. It's also <laughs> easier storytelling. So it's a more dangerous, exciting thing for people to act out than right. to be understood. Than to have a sweet boy, yeah. unflawed protagonist. Exactly. So. Hi, guys. I enjoy listening to your show and recommend it to my friends. I say that listening to your podcast is like having a couple come over to hang out. I feel like you two are drinking tea slash soda at my kitchen table and telling me stories and bickering with each other like real people. It's not tea or soda, but we've been over that. It makes me feel less <laughs> bored and lonely while I wash my dishes and stay at home, Mom. So some days I don't really interact with other grown people. It's nice to have uh, you guys to hang out with, even though our relationship is one-sided. Uh, I love listening to your stories, even uh, though you guys never listen to my stories. We are right uh, now. We're sorry. We are yeah, right now. You. We're doing it. But here are the recommendations. The Worst Princess and the Paper Bag Princess. Did you ever read The Paper Bag Princess? We talked about that last no, week. No, what's The Paper Bag? Oh, I loved it. I can't remember what it's about. But it's like a princess who's like fed up with this. Her dress gets burned up by a dragon and she wears a paper bag. And she like goes and saves a knight. And I think in the end she's like, I don't need this knight. She's real nasty and she yells at the dragon. It's great. And The, the Worst Princess, I don't know. Um, love Stacy and her gorgeous family. <laughs> That's a great way to sign up. <laughs> love Stacy and, and her, her gorgeous, gorgeous family. family. P.S. I love my kids that. are three years old and three months old. I'm going to start signing all my work emails. <laughs> love Beth and her, and her gorgeous, gorgeous family. family. <laughs> Why does your family on this work email? Because I have a family to feed. And they're gorgeous. Pay the invoice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please follow the pay, pay the following invoice for my gorgeous family. I am family. CCing my lawyer who would like to see my gorgeous family fed. <laughs> Uh, his average looking family's doing just fine <laughs> hi beth and peter just got done, done listening to your episode the blaze and beth mentioned not knowing a good witch book or movie to introduce maven to witches room on the broom by Ooh. julia donaldson is a great book about a friendly witch that was turned into a special for halloween on amazon video i definitely recommend checking huh. it out Love the podcast. Sincerely, Lindsay. You know, it's funny. We do have that um, witch counting book that it involves witches fitting on a broom. But it's not that book. No, it's not that book. It's not as good as this book, well, I'm guessing. I mean, this book sounds incredible, and I got to get it. Room on a broom. Room on a broom. Um, so here's another one. I wanted to recommend some awesome books that I have at the preschool I work in. Okay, this is somebody who's in the thick of it. Okay, we're listening. Okay. I usually <laughs> stay in the two-year-old rooms, um, so maybe these will be a bit young for Bryn and Maven, but I still think they are so cool and fun. I hate to pick on 
you, uh, Sarah, but um, I'm going to do a little Bryn and Maven spelling tutorial because om- it's understandable. <laughs> Almost nobody gets them right. No one has ever gotten them right. Bryn is B-R-Y-N, only one N, and Maven is M-A-E-V-E-N. She can't spell it either, so yeah, that's fine. She can sometimes. She's nailed the first four letters pr- pretty much. She's, she, I think she's probably there now. Um, one, if you want to charm a llama. This book is pretty short, but it talks about uh, making friends or expressing love without gifts or elaborate gestures. I like that. Mm. There is a monster in your book. Not the awesome Sesame Street one with Grover losing his shit. This one isn't uh, isn't woke, but it's cute. <laughs> isn't woke. We'll forgive it for that. Wait, are these in response to the gender role question? Um, or is this a separate email? I think these are just book recommendations. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's great. That's fine. Yeah, I just want to... <laughs> Clarify. Number three. I mean, these are, as she, as she said, these are younger. This is for pre- preschoolers. But we got listeners of all kinds. Three. Dream big, little one. Okay. So this is my, so this is my favorite. It is all about women of color and the awesome stuff they have done in encouraging kids to reach for the stars. And finally, dragons love tacos because it is a classic. Thanks for the podcast. Keep it up, Sarah. Dragons love tacos. I've heard of that. I think I have read that. I don't remember. I feel like we bought it as a gift for someone and then very quickly did not have it in our possession anymore. Yeah, I think one of our nephew nieces has that. Yeah. Great. All right. We got to make a list and we got to post it on a thing. If we don't do that, we apologize. It's because we went to sleep instead. (laughs) Um, Just rewind. Rewind the podcast. Be kind. Rewind. Just be kind. Or or we could create some social content and make a list. We're going to do it. Someday. I mean, you're living in the future now, listeners. You'll know. (laughs) Right now, you'll know if we succeeded. But us, idiots in the past, we don't know anything. This episode goes out in like 12 hours. It's not like we (laughs) have a lot of lead time. Yeah. (laughs) We got to record some ads, you know, and then... And then, okay. and then hug. All right. <laughs> That's how, as soon as we hit the stop and the record, Beth and I just silently hug for <laughs> two minutes. They're a little ritual. Okay. I think it was okay. That's good. We're going to be fine. Um, yeah. See you next week. Hey, Beth and Peter. As an elementary school teacher, I delight in hearing you talk about children's literature. I have a few recommendations based on the request for books for kids under five that show girls being jerks in the way boys often get to be and show boys doing emotional labor. (laughs) Um, There's nice section headings in this email from Eliana, our friend. Um, uh, Boys were uh, books where girls are flawed and sometimes jerks. Fanny K. Stein by Jim Benton is great. It's a good read. Uh, allowed option for kids four through six and a good independent book for kids six through eight. She's a mad scientist who has flaws and goals. (laughs) Don't we all, darling? That really defines (laughs) flaws and goals. A mad scientist. (laughs) 
perfectly described by has flaws and goals. Uh, (laughs) When Sophie gets angry by Molly Bang. She's angry, she's flawed, and she learns coping strategies that have nothing to do with her gender. I like that. I also like the author's name. Molly Bang! My Best Friend by E.B. Lewis is a tale of navigating friendship when girls are being jerks to other girls. There's also girl friendships featured here in a positive and satisfying way. Did you find girl friendships were conflict? complicated oh yeah because it's uh friendships between very smart (laughs) people (laughs) i would say overly sensitive people (laughs) oh yeah bro all my friendships were very simple (laughs) i had no i had some dramatic ones okay though (laughs) not directly related i recommend books by mo willems like Nuffle Bunny and the Elephant and Piggy series. They feature relatable, flawed characters who are also girls. Elephant and Piggy all over this house. Bryn just read an entire... (laughs) You're not making it clear when you're reading other people's words and when you're speaking as you yourself a podcast. The listeners know. You're just rambling. The listeners know. Okay. Bryn and I read an, an well, elephant and piggy book tonight. He read it to my mom via FaceTime, and he read every single word. Uh, and I was really impressed. Yeah. Well, Maven's starting to do that, too. She's starting to memorize pages of books. Yeah. Well, he can actually read it. Who's texting you like crazy over there? Uh, my friends. We have a lot of cool chats going on. Boy, complicated girls' friendships. Yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. I don't get it at all. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I just make my dumb character Southern for no reason? I apologize for that. That's a bad habit. Wow. I just wanted to point out that's a bi- that's a, that's a bias. I we, I, sh- uh, I should have made my dumb character my Midwestern. Well, see, now making them fun of the Midwest. But I can do that. I'm one of them. Books in which boys do emotional labor. (laughs) Hair Love by Matthew A. Cherry. A black father learns how to put in the labor of styling his daughter's hair while mom is on a trip. It's very sweet and represents natural black hair in a positive, loving way. I feel like I've seen that. Um, Great. Do You Speak Fish by DJ uh, Corchin. Corchin. Uh, Corkin, a male tree, a male tree oh does God. the. Im- <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm gonna reset. A male tree does the emotional labor of teaching a boy that he must learn to speak other languages. A male tree. <laughs> what it says. Wait. A male tree does the emotional labor of teaching a boy that he must learn to speak other languages. The boy learns he must stop expecting everyone else to speak boy and actually put in some labor. I'm so confused. Oh, by I this. get it. I like this. He le- has to learn how to speak tree. Um, he's this little boy that insists that everything around him speaks boy, and so a tree teaches him to speak other languages, like speak trees. How do you how do you speak fish? It's so hard to judge this out of context without reading the book. (laughs) No, the book that I've written in my head from this description is excellent. Okay. Pete the Cat. Less familiar with this series, but I get the sense that the um, 
the people are grumpy around Pete and Pete chills everyone out and keeps it positive. He I sure does. I don't know. Pete is really lazy, like typical dude. He like rolls in and he's like, are we having a dinosaur party? Like he's sort of like. <laughs> it not... is a hard vibe to read those <laughs> Pete the Cat books. Sometimes Pete the Cat is like, uh, should I put on all my clothes? Like he doesn't, there's no like moral arc to Pete the Cat. He like, doesn't have a ton of drive. No. <laughs> <laughs> he builds a robot to do all the stuff for him, and then it's he's like, this sucks. I don't know if I learned anything. <coughs> yeah, or he's like, I'm going to convince the elementary school principal to give me the budget for the school playground and tell him that I know how to build a playground, even though I don't. And then I'm going to throw a bunch of playground equipment together. No, he gets a crew together to do it. Okay, well, his playground design falls apart <laughs> because he doesn't know what he's doing. Because he's a child cat. I just don't I don't know I mean I'll give you I this. don't know if Pete the cat is the feminist role model we're looking for is all I'm saying continue he, he sidesteps a lot of <laughs> toxic masculinity tropes oh does he some <laughs> he's not aggressive he doesn't need to be the leader <laughs> he does need to be the leader he took over the playground design project. He suggested it. Oh my god! He he really failed up. In that he story. did. He failed up. Mediocre black cats. <laughs> um, um, go ahead. Continue. Great. All right. Um, stories with cool witches for small children. Beth, I completely relate to the desire of cool witch stories for little ones, <laughs> which is why I love our listeners, which is why I've uh, gotten my daughter hooked on the following witchy movies slash books. Room on the Broom. This okay, is second Room on the nod. Broom. Room on the Broom. I'm going to order Room on the Broom. Both the broom. film on Netflix and book. It's not revolutionary. Well, the other listeners said Amazon, so we're going to have to figure out where to find this. Oh, yeah. The fuck? Come on. Where where do we find room on the broom? Cancel the episode. Someone else write it. Where is the room? (laughs) It's not revolutionary in terms of gender, but the witch is cool, and my daughter loves it. The animation is great, and the cast is impressive. Okay. Kiki's Delivery Service. I realized that the target audience for this might not be tiny ones, but my daughter has loved this movie since she was a year and a half. It's a sweet studio uh, Ghibli movie about a 13-year-old witch finding her way in the world. It's certainly not scary or inappropriate. It's visually lovely. Nice. If you're in NYC, check out Books of Wonder. They really have uh, curated a top-notch collection. The story... Only features books by for kids and young adult. A book culture also has a solid, well curated kid section. I will say, I've been to Books of Wonder many times, and I have performed in Books of Wonder many times, and I love that place. It is. It has a very good repu- reputation for a bookstore, considering all bookstores have died out in the city of New York. And the the main contact there that I've met, his name is Peter, so it's got to be good. Wow. I mean, if they're hiding Peters over there. (laughs) They're hiding them. (laughs) Lastly, check out Books for Littles. That's com for resources and recommendations for children's books that addresses all manners of topics, particularly relating 
to folks with marginalized identities in thoughtful, positive ways. Thanks for your wonderful podcast, Eliana. Longtime listener, many time writer. Um, thank you for that very thorough list. Yeah, thank you. Thank to everyone. We're not done. Okay. <laughs> right, that's the, we're going to plot through. Hi, I recommend Judy B. Jones' books uh, by... Oh, it says, may I recommend Judy B. Jones' books by Barbara Park? You may! More of a read-aloud book for younger kids. Not as many pictures, but she is a great character. Silly, sassy, grouchy, talks to about kids she doesn't like, gets in trouble at school, being loud, not following instructions all the time. My four-year-old boy loves them. The books are laugh-out-loud funny at times, and it's a whole series. I wouldn't necessarily call her an asshole... As she is six, but she isn't always well-behaved. Love the show, Marjorie. All right, two more. Ready for this? Yeah. Um, This comes from our our friend Megan. Check out The Humble Witch for a witchy book that's great for very little kids. Also, witch-adjacent and certainly a woman acted nasty. Check out The Swamp Books. For example, Miss Nelson is Missing. I'm guessing you already know about those. Absolute classics, Megan. I do know about those, and they are. Did you ever read those? <coughs> That's dying. Over I there. did not. Oh. Cough. Get it out. Here's the last one. I'm not oh, okay. equipped for this climate. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Peter and Beth. Pippi Longstocking is definitely the unconventional little girl that gets herself in trouble, and the neighbors, especially the little boy, if I remember correctly. Are the more quiet, well-mannered, responsible kids. All right, Beth's leaving, but I'm going to keep going. To be fair, I didn't read the books, but as a child, I was a big fan of the Swedish TV series, very popular in Italy in the 90s. You guys are right when you say that every little kid dreams of two things, no adult supervision and animal best friends. Pippi Longstocking has both. No mother, no father, uh, no mother, father lost at sea, and a horse and a monkey as best friends. Check and check. Disclaimer. It's been 20 plus years since last time I watched Peppy Longstocking. Don't really know if it <laughs> aged well or not. <laughs> I'm going to so guess not somehow. But Bye, Anna. I don't really remember the plot of Peppy Longstocking at all. Never saw it. Um, I just want our listeners to know that our apartment has gotten very dry all of a sudden because we didn't realize that our heat we kind of knew that our heat should have been turned on, but we thought it was like negligence on the part of our <laughs> building and not the fact that all of our heaters needed to be bled. So now we finally got our heat on <laughs> and it's very dry in here and I'm coughing a lot. Are you happy about those humidifiers? Yeah. I, well, I'm really happy our heat's on, but now we need to turn it down a little bit. <laughs> the heat or the humidifier? The heat. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Well, guys, this was fun. Thanks for tolerating me reading so many words in a row. Thanks but, for tolerating my coughing. And thank you for sending so many thoughtful recommendations. Yes, I appreciate that. I am definitely going to check out Room on a Broom. We got a lot of great email. I'll, we're hopefully going to get to it in the next few weeks. So if you've written in and we haven't replied or read your stuff, just know we read it and we love you. This has been another episode of We Knows Parenting. If you would like to send us an email, ask us a question. You know, we haven't done a would you knows scenario in a while. You can send those to weknowspod at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail 
on our voicemail phone number 347-384-7396. Uh, <laughs> you want to tell us about social media? <laughs> I couldn't remember which part we hadn't talked about. The you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at We Knows Pod. Rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And babies, we'll see you next time. Bye. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.